This is episode 61 for Tuesday, August 16th, 2016. Brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we'll be talking about craft beer from Mexico. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Sawyer, and together with Chris, Travis, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to you, Sawyer. Oh, thanks. From your trips in Mexico. Thank you. <laughs> Even though I didn't recently travel there. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but your beer's from there. Yeah. That is true. Let's see. We have craft beer that was sent <clears throat> by uh, <laughs> Courtney's brother-in-law from Monterey. Are you doing okay over there? Yeah, I'm all. all uh, I'm on the struggle bus today, but uh, struggle bus. He picked up a Mexican speaking disease when he was in his travels, I guess. Ebola? No. <laughs> I hope not. He got the throat Zika. Oh no! What? <clears throat> that sounds like it could be rough. But yeah. Anyway, it's kind of odd that we're doing beers from Mexico and our resident Mexican's not here. I know. Today. Bummer. He's doing. A house renovation. <laughs> he's doing construction work, so he's <laughs> that's, nope. not, that's not racist. No pun intended. <laughs> pun. Yeah, just because it's it would sound stupid. <laughs> Taste Eddie's wood. We no, would have to go over to his house. I don't want it. That he's renovating. Taste Eddie's wood. Anyway, what are we drinking right now? We are drinking your Kessel Run Kolsch. Ah, see. It is quite tasty. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I haven't decided if I like the level of lemon and lime in it. What did you do this time? I did the same thing as I did last time just to see if I could reproduce it. And I think it's pretty close. I like it. Um, I did just a basic Kolsch recipe with... Two lemons and or two of the big lemons and three of the the small limes, not like key limes, not the really tiny ones, but just the regular size mm-hmm. limes. Um, fresh squeezed the juice and then zested the, I guess the the rind, the skin, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So I think I might do one lemon and two limes next time just to see what it uh how it turns out. That's cool. I took it to the homebrew club meeting and uh, everybody really liked it. They're like, this is incredible, but. I don't know. Hmm. They said it was really refreshing. It happened to be Kolsch month. I didn't even know. <laughs> so we had a bunch of Kolsches um, that we were trying, and I was like, oh, hey, hey, I brought a Kolsch. So anyway. How'd that go anyway, the meeting? Oh, it was fun. 
Yeah, we talked about Blue Bonnet a little bit. Uh, Captain Hare is in charge of uh, running and organizing the Blue Bonnet home brew competition thing for next year. So maybe they'll put it on a suitable date this year. So, <laughs> oh, wait, no one's getting married at it's that gonna time. It's going to be on Travis's anniversary. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> I don't oh. know. <laughs> um, anyway, they're thinking about changing it up a little bit. You know, we've done the commercial side Friday night. And then tear the wall down. And, and then go to the homebrew side. Yeah. They're talking about putting the commercial and the homebrew on two different nights. Okay. Um, throwing out a couple of different ideas for that. And then also maybe doing some kind of incentive, some kind of um, people's choice award for the homebrew side. A little bit more involved than it has been in the past because the, the concern is that people just tend to bring their subpar beers to get rid of them that night. And uh, the, they, everybody has seen a decline in the quality of the homebrew presented on the uh, the homebrew portion of, of that night. So hmm. they're thinking if they can, you know, bring a, a better competition to that specific event that maybe better beers will show up. I guess that makes sense. So, yeah. I better yeah. redo my uh, Imperial Blonde. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I'd be okay with having them on two separate nights. Yeah. I mean, while it's fun to just go into all hours of the night and get completely smashed, you also don't appreciate the homebrew as much as you would if right. you go into it, you know, with yeah. a, a fresh face. And so, the other consideration, too, is, you know, there are the people that are running the event who are over on the commercial side tearing it down while everybody's getting drunk on the homebrew side and they don't get to partake as much or, or okay. enjoy the evening as much because they're busy you know it's it takes a lot of man hours to uh, to run that event that so they're looking for for volunteers if anyone's interested in, in helping you know work or, or organize or run a homebrew competition event uh, check out the cap and hair website I'm sure there's going to be a thread up there about the uh, about volunteers being needed so and even even having them on different nights you can still get hammered oh yeah you know the because Saturday it you know there was a pub crawl that happened during the day, um, but people were saying if you're not going on the pub crawl, then nothing happens that day, and it just turns into people sitting around doing nothing. So, hmm. yeah, a couple of different ideas being thrown around. Um, James Lalonde is kind of spearheading that committee. I think uh, he made the presentation to the club on Tuesday, and um, he made a, a pretty long post on the Cap and Hair forum kind of outlining the ideas that he discussed and at the bottom he said please do not respond to this post this is informational only <laughs> so if you're if you're interested in, in looking and um, seeing some some possibilities for the the blue bond you can check out the the forum there I think I want to volunteer so, this year to help out yeah maybe not the night of or, or just maybe some of the like judging organizing because I've missed it the last two years in a row and yeah. I feel like I need to step up I definitely want to at least help judge. You know, we did judge a little bit for this year's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bonnet, that was fun. And I enjoyed that, so I'd like to do that again. Can I help by drinking all the leftover beer? You can come judge. I can? Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You'll get paired with a, a BJCP person, probably, but you can definitely... You don't have to be a certified BJCP judge to, to judge beer. Okay. Anybody can show up. I may just do that then. That sounds like fun. Yeah, we should all go. JCP. <laughs> yeah, we can make it a day of bird drinking. That'd be fun. And then go to the bar after. Yeah. I think uh, Ozapft is is coming up soon. Ozapft! 
<laughs> that's another. Uh, that's a German lager homebrew competition. Um, that uh, Captain here does that one too, don't they? I think so. I've, I've, I think they I've do. never been involved with that one though. I so would like I to. I would like to do something for that. Maybe I should brew. Brew something for that you one. should brew period because you have yeah. one freaking thing on on tap at your house and you have no i have the berliner seven, on tap still you have seven taps and one of them is being used <laughs> seven taps yeah he's got a tap wall that's just empty it what needs to go back waste. to your house that's what it needs to what do waste <laughs> but anyway yes i do need to brew again but yeah beer that's beside the point travis that's a really nice shirt you're wearing well thank you what does that say i can't i can't quite make it out it happens to say uh, "Beer Judge Certification Program." Oh, why are you why are you wearing that shirt today? Well, um, I decided to wear the shirt are you today. Glad I asked. <clears throat> I am. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. What the? <laughs> <laughs> that was totally out of oh the blue. Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> wow. Please tell me you have a lot of drops from the girls' episode. I have completely rearranged the board <laughs> oh. so that it's easier for me to find different drops and i do have a full page of only ladies drops <clears throat> fantastic so yay if y'all didn't check out that episode yet you definitely should it was very fun to witness it happening and i did listen to it separately and it was it was very enjoyable mm-hmm. to listen to as well. <laughs> the first day that i put it up on facebook it reached over 150 people <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that was that was fun. We need to get them in here to do that again. Yeah, yeah. Mead 2.0, maybe. I don't know. Oh my god, <laughs> Moonlight Meadery. We Desire. could just do. We could just do all Moonlight Meadery because they have a whole bunch of different <laughs> I mean, ones. Actually, speaking of which, you know, to kind of tie the two things together, Moonlight Meadery. Uh, their owner or head mead maker or whatever you call it is mine. The, doesn't have head. <laughs> is the keynote speaker at Blue Bonnet? Really? In March. Yeah, so. I'd like to shake his hand. <laughs> I love your desire. <laughs> it's very desirable. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue, Travis. Yes, I, uh, <laughs> I'm wearing my shirt. Are you wearing pants, too? I'm wearing my shirt today because I am officially a member of the BJCP as of yesterday. And... See. So is Chris. I am. Does that mean y'all passed? Yes. We got our scores back. High five. High five. Yes, both of us passed. Congratulations. So we are officially active members in good standing, which is really cool because this has been a long process oh, yeah. coming over yeah, a year. We've, we've been, been doing this over a year. That's yeah. the whole reason we started the podcast right. mm-hmm. for that. And um, we both got scores high enough to reach the certified level. If you get a 60 on the tasting exam you are recognized. So that's your you're a member. If you get below sixty, you become an apprentice. Mm. That's not an actual Yeah. It's like thanks like, try again. The certified level, but recognized is the first level. Um and then if you get a seventy or above, plus you need five judging points to become certified level. Um so both of us got above a seventy and I I have the points through cap and hair, but those won't get posted until December. So once those get posted through, then I'll, I'll hit that certified level. I'll be automatically bumped up to certified. And Travis got an 80. Wow. Which qualifies him for national level if he were to take the written exam and have the points accrued to do so. 
Yeah. That's not going to happen for a long time. Because <laughs> I, I just earned my fifth point last weekend, and you need 20 points to mm. get to yeah. national and take yeah. the written ex- essay exam, which is crazy hard. Yeah. So I'm I hear I'm completely difficult. happy with just being an active member. Um, it's My goal was to, goal. Yeah. to get certified. That was, you know, recognize would have been fine, but my goal was to get the score high enough to, to be certified so right. that when I do get my points through, um, we'll be certified. I'm totally happy with that. 75, I'm cool with that score. Yeah. Travis's 80 score is is awesome. So, um, congratulations. Definitely a good place yeah. to start. That's awesome, y'all. <laughs> That's great. Oh it has gosh. all come to fruition. Yes. Y'all worked really hard for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Good job, y'all. You're next. Yeah. At some point in the near future. <laughs> yes. We'll help you study. Thank you. You don't have to take the class. You can do the online test whenever you want. Oh, cool. It just costs 10 bucks. Maybe I'll use this as my studying then for practice. <laughs> practice. Yeah, so that was kind of the big news uh, yeah. for us. Super and, stoked. Uh, I've been busy. I went to two breweries yesterday because, you know, I, I said my goal was that by the end of summer I wanted to visit all of them. And I knocked out two in a row uh, yesterday. I visited Nine Band Brewing in Allen, Texas. And that was a really nice facility definitely looked like they built it from the ground up just a nice little uh tap room and and uh suburban hangout for sure so that was fun and then i went down the street to uh, richardson texas and visited four bullets which was a completely different atmosphere it uh, was kind of more of a just open garage um no really good air conditioner so it was just kind of hanging out very small it's probably the smallest brewery i've ever been to uh, and they specialize in English styles. That being said, mm-hmm. the beer was really good. I mean, so don't let the appearance kind of scare you off. Wow. It's just a small building wedged in between some uh, used car lots. But then, you, you know, know, once I, you see the product, it's good. I had that exact same experience uh, up in, in Colorado for Renegade. It looks like a hole-in-the-wall Mexican restaurant, like, you know, concrete walls or stucco or whatever you want to call it you know i'm talking about that that look yeah yeah and it was a really small building like a church on one side of it and like a, a car repair shop on the other side. i mean i was like this is a brewery <laughs> and then you walk inside and you you know you see all the stuff in the back and they had a, a good selection 12 beers i think and they were all every single one of them was fantastic wow so yeah i totally blew me away that's awesome. Yeah, sometimes appearances can be deceiving, certainly. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and then you go to a place like Avery, and the appearance is, is you know, exactly what you yeah. expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the place is massive. So, that's cool. What was the other place you went to? Uh, Four Bullets and that's Nine right. Band. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. That, and this is kind of the last weekend before I go back to work. So. Did you reach your goal? What have you not? This summer... I visited Small Brew Pub, On Rotation, Bitter Sisters, Three Nations, Wiseacre, Tups, Whitestone, and Redhorn. Those two were in Cedar Park. Uh, Legal Draft. And then I went to New Orleans. So I visited uh, NOLA, Courtyard, Crescent City. Uh, Carbach was in Houston. I visited there. Nine Bend, Four Bullets. So I knocked that out this summer. I have yet to visit four. The okay. two that are actually all of them are up north. Uh, 903 in Sherman, Ivanhoe in Denison, Armadillo Ale Works, which I'm not entirely certain they even have a building open yet. Hmm. It's uh, kind of like legal draft. 
Yeah, they've been under <laughs> you construction for You had their beers so at, uh, was it Gilligan's? Uh, cool Keg? <clears throat> well, apparently they're open now. Uh, my cousin texted me the other day. She was like, have you uh, have you been to Legal Draft yet? And I was like, oh, yeah. No. She's like, oh, we're here mm. for a, a engagement party. Mm. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, they've been open maybe two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I need to go up mm, there. Okay. And then a new place opened up since the summer has began uh, called Whistle Post. <laughs> and it's in Pilot Point. Mm, okay. I think which I've heard is of that. like north of is. Denton, yeah. but south of Sherman. So they still yeah. count it as DFW. Yeah, that's that's where we bought Chrissy's horse trailer. Actually, so as of today, I have four left. Wow, and they're a bit of a drive. Been to Ivanhoe. That place is cool. Uh, really nice building. The beers were okay. Uh, and then obviously we get nine hundred three beers down here. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, visiting the brewery would be fun, especially since that's my hometown. Yeah, I recently went to Tubbs. <laughs> that place sure is town. pretty cool. It's really yeah. big. Yeah. A lot of space in there. Wiseacre was massive. I, I did not expect that when I walked in. You know, it's that old uh, ranch beans yeah. plant. The bean factory. I mean, they just opened up. They got like four beers and a full-on production-sized brewery. It's very impressive. Wow. So they must have quite sure. a bit of money. Cost cost them a pretty penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, there's our little wrap-up of our summer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've already been back at work for a week and a half. So. Me too. Yeah. yeah, Sawyer's working for me. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> I'm an independent contractor. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Sawyer, you ready to hit them Mexican bears? Yeah, let's do it. Cervezas. So I guess we'll take our break and uh, get started. Okay. Okay. So let's uh, let's get on with the drinking here and see, uh, you know, just to kind of give you a little background, which is not going to be much. Uh, my girlfriend's brother-in-law uh, messaged me on Facebook, and he happens to reside in Monterey, Mexico. And he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna send you some beers with my wife when she travels up to visit Courtney and Caitlin, and I'm gonna take a picture of them and I'll let you know what I send you." I was like, "Okay, cool." So I decided to do the same thing, and so I sent him some beer from up here uh, back with his wife. But anyways, he sent us some, uh, he sent us five different Mexican craft beers, some of which are actually brewed in Monterey. So <clears throat> that's uh, that's the background on this. Um, so this first one is... Finísima, Gran Cerveza Artesanal Mexicana. Elaborada con exigencia, finísima, propicina una experiencia memorable y de distinción. Una mezcla compleja tipo eo dorada, de cuerpo mediano con aroma especiado y dejos de notas dulces. Un instante de elegancia en el paladar. And I do think it's, it might be a blonde ale. It's hard to say because everything is in Spanish on the bottle. On the uh, what? Uh, on the bottle. Oh. I thought you said something else. What did you think I said? Uh, I can't say it because... We did not check the explicit box. What? What? I didn't hear anything. He said bottle, which sounded a lot like... Butthole? Like something else. Oh, thank you, bottle. I can't make a poop joke about this one. Bottom. Bottom. Anyways, uh, it is a uh, brown bottle, kind of shaped like the uh, Moonlight Meadery Desire bottle. Uh, with a white 
off-white label with a giant F on the label. <laughs> Fabulosa! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, this is a... Uh, let me just pull up untapped here. This is a uh, 6.5% ABV with 13 IBUs, uh, and it's got a 3.75 star, or average star rating, on untapped. The entire label is in Spanish. So this paragraph that's, I'm sure, telling us about this beer on the back, I cannot read it. But the brewery, Bebidas Primordialis? Right. That's right. Okay. And San Geronimo, Geronimo, Monterey. Geronimo! Monterey, Mexico. It does say, oh, I can read this. 6.5% alcohol volume. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, th- I guess Untapped is not extremely popular in Mexico because uh, they only have a total of one thousand one hundred forty-six check-ins to their beers. Huh. So the, the entire brewery or this beer? No, the entire brewery. Oh, yeah. Interesting brewery. Yeah, because the brewery is on on Untapped. So yeah. All right. So cool. a. Mexican blonde. Yes. Is does that happen? I probably not naturally. Yeah. So this is a bleached I, blonde. I will say the one time I did go to Monterey for the wedding, uh, we ran into two albinos. <laughs> so, that's not really blonde though. I know, but still an albino beer. It'd be like a white, right? I guess All so. Right, so. Let's make that blonde blow today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's extremely clear. Yes, it is. Like I can see Chris. Yep. Hi. Hey. Hola. Como uh, tiny bubbles. Not too much of a head. Yeah. It's yellow. No, it's like orangish. Oh. Uh, it's kind of. It's oh, just. Oh, sorry. Li- I'm looking at the wrong light. Yeah, it's just you a little at the orange light. It's probably just a little darker than Coors Light. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe about Coors. You know, regular. Coors original. Yeah, that Pretty one. Highly carbonated. Mine's been. Bubbling mine's, from the bottom of the glass. Mine's not. Oh, I got a dirty glass then. I get tons of maltiness <laughs> in the aroma. I get a little bit of like corn. Are you thinking diacetyl? Mm, not necessarily butter. No, but there's there's something off. No, there is a term for corn. What was that? DMS. DMS. There we go. They both start with D. <laughs> Dimethyl sulfide. I was listening to the uh, the Martin episode today because I wanted to hear the original like reason we started the poundability thing. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Travis was talking about a band name. Do you remember what that was? This would make a good band name. <laughs> a band name. No, I don't. What next time we're malt centric. <laughs> and then Sawyer's like, up next, DMS. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. I had a good chuckle to myself in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a year ago. Yeah, it was. Almost. Yeah, it's almost Oktoberfest season. Does anyone get any hops? No. no yeah, not on the smell. No, Me no. neither. Uh uh-uh. uh. A little bit of sweetness, but still, there's something weird. Maybe uh, I wouldn't say butter. Like popcorn movie theater butter popcorn, but there's something a little off about it. Some, <laughs> something that smells bad. See, there, this smell. I, y'all guys are gonna hate me for saying this, but this smells like Hacker Shore. 
It smells nothing like Hacker Shore. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. It smells everything like Hacker Shore. It's been a long time then since you've had a Hacker Shore. I had a Polliner the other day. That, is that Hacker Shore? It's the same company. Is it Hacker Shore? It's the same company. Is it the same beer? Okay, no. Is, okay, so exactly. There but they're pretty close. <sighs> Flavor has kind of the same notes that you're getting. Um, yeah. I mm-hmm. I almost would say sunflower vegetal. seeds. Did you say vegetal? Vegetal. I think sunflower seeds. Like kind of the the salty uh, the taste of the husk, yeah. not the not the inside the good stuff, but after you've sucked the salt off of the shells and then they kind of sit there. It's kind of like Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Okra. 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 Yeah. I, I'm going to stick with vegetal. There's something strange about it. I don't know that it's not. I mean, okay, so if it was light struck, this is a very dark brown bottle, so I don't think it's a light issue. No. It's not a lager. It's not a pilsner. It's just a blonde. Do you think temperature has anything to do with it? No. I, I think it would still be tasting this way if it were super cold. I mean, it's not super cold in the glass right now, but. I, I mean, define super cold because it's survived a airplane ride, you know, and if it flew into the plane, it's going to get pretty cold in there the higher you go. Well, I'm talking about like serving. Oh, well, no, I know. I'm just saying would that affect it? I don't think so. If anything, it might make it better. Oh. Yeah, cold wouldn't affect it as much as getting really hot. Like if it was in the back of the car driving home from Mexico, then it'd be a different story. But I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> was that Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I get a little heat, too. Like, uh, on the finish, I get some perceived warmth. I don't get any of that. It's, it's kind of slick on the mouthfeel. Mm. Honestly, I really like this. Really? really? Yeah, I would buy this again. I don't. Okay. I, I gave I, it, like, a 2.5 on untapped. I gave it a 4. Have you had this one before? No. I'm, this is the first time I've okay. ever had any of these. Have you, okay. So he sent you... He sent me stuff that I've never had. One bottle of things you've never had before? Yeah. Cool. I mean, I didn't... I mean, he didn't ask me if I've had it before. He just said, here, here's what I'm sending you. I was like, great. Well, that's cool. So, you know, Awesome. I sent him a whole bunch of Texas beer. Five palatability rating. <laughs> Four. Yeah, it's a, it is a little thick. I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say six. Hmm... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I go with a six too, not a six point two, but a six as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right. thank you for the clarification, Travis. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Wrong continent, right? <laughs> yeah, and I well, uh, watch, watch, watch. I'll put my finger on it. See, and and I can't put my finger on it. What uh, what it is, <laughs> what is about it? <laughs> I can't either. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, something. I'm gonna stick with my vegetal. I don't know where that would come from. And a blonde, that's not diacetyl, which wouldn't make sense either because it's not a lager. You don't normally get diacetyl in ales, unless this is a lager and Untapped is just wrong about it being a blonde. Maybe we can't read the label to find out. I mean, it's so <laughs> clear though. I mean, I, I, I've had very clear ales and IPAs that are crystal clear. Well. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's not super common, though. Unless they're filtering with a really big filter. 
to a small microns. Yeah. Like a 0.2 micron yeah. filter. Well, I'd have to research my statistics. Statistics. All right, well, I'm well, hoping the next one's better. I wonder if they Just even have a, uh, a Spanish word for lager, because otherwise it sounds like everyone has a stutter. La lager. Well, Dos Equis lager especial just says lager. You'll get it later. I, I, I get it now. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <sighs> okay, what's next? Well, on to the next one. This is the Mano Pachona Albor Cervecería Cerveza Mexicana IPA. Esta cerveza está hecha con toda la mano. La gran cantidad de lúpulo utilizado en la cocción y fermentación le aporta un sabor amargo espeluzante y un aroma cítrico de, de medio. Deja que la mano te recorra por dentro mientras agudiza tus sentidos con su textura. Te recomendamos disfrutarla lentamente. Uh, this is a uh, Mexican IPA. At, uh, it rings in at a 7% ABV. With uh, 55 IPUs. At 85 IPUs. No, no, no. 55. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That label's super <laughs> creepy looking. Yeah, it... The claw! <laughs> oh, no. Run. It's from Liar Liar. <laughs> you should serve this at 5 to 7 degrees Celsius. Celsius. <laughs> That's what it says. It has a uh, 8 SRM. It also says no 18, no cars, and no preggers. Yeah, it's pretty helpful. Most of the label is in picture form. <laughs> this is true. It is. <laughs> so we can drink this at any temperature other than negative 18 degrees. We need to tweet that out. Uh, it says, do not use this to wash your car with it because uh, it says no cars. And then also, do not do, put not, it, do not shower pregnant uh, women in it. Or do not put it under your shirt to take it out of the store. <laughs> and actually, this is not a Mexican IPA. It's an American style IPA. According to Untapped. And then it's got like pictures at the bottom too with the IBU has a little face with a tongue out. So it's like, you know, <laughs> this might be a little bitter. Bitter. But then it says it has a, a nose with an orange. Citrico. So you should smell citrus. citrus. And that's what color it is. That's helpful. <laughs> wow. Uh, I guess it's Alber. Alber. Yeah. Alber. I'm sure it's like Alberu. And I do believe that they are actually in Monterey. Yeah. Yeah, they are in Monterey. All right, well. Not too far from where Luis lives, actually. This was clear before we all each took a little bit of the bottom. Bottom. You want some of Eddie's bottom? I already got it. Um, now it is a dark, hazy, yellow, orangish <laughs> The color. window has one color, the light bulb yeah, has a different. That's funny. This has a lot of head. Yeah, um, I poured it pretty drastically, and then I regretted it immediately yeah. because I had a, just a huge... Yeah, it was a huge, rocking, foaming, white head. Tons of citrusy head in the aroma. Citrico? Citrus. Citrico? Yeah. <laughs> I smell something else. Uh-oh. He probably smells butter. Take out the T. I mean, I'm sorry, the, X, the, uh, the E-R. I can't make a poop joke about this one. Oh. Travis smells it. I don't smell it. You say it smells like farts? I smell citrus and butts. Butts, <laughs> like it just. I want some butts. <laughs> there's something like mm-hmm. nasty about it. 
Oh. Dirty. No, it's probably dank, which means you don't like it. Yeah, I'm probably so. I wonder if it has mosaic. <laughs> I disagree, and I think this smells very nice. Yeah, me too. I think it smells very floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it probably is mosaic because I get that floral. like real nasty, sweaty, danky, buddy. Oh, mosaic isn't the only one that's dank, is it? No, no there's a few others, but, but it's the dankest, I think. See, dank usually means good things on pot styles. Well, luckily, this is not pot styles. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that smells nice. Nice uh, citrico aroma. Now, the bitterness level is definitely there. Yeah. It very, doesn't finish super dry. No. Good light to medium bodied um, hop character is there. Citrus. I don't get a whole lot of the dank in the flavor, though. No. I don't, yeah, see, I think I think we can rule out mosaic if that's the case. I get citrus and pine. Is it bitter enough to make one eye turn to an X and stick your tongue out? No. Okay. No. That's what it says in the picture. Maybe there's some Mexican pale ale. Mm, I think we need more malt to be more pale ale-ish. How long have you had this one? Three weeks at least. Okay. okay. Good citrus flavor. Um, bitterness is certainly there. And again podcast cat um sorry you know, it, it's kind of derailed you <laughs> you think this is a podcast i won't talk again <laughs> i don't think it's bad I, especially compared to the to the previous one i think it has a lot of uh a lot of good things going for it fairly complex with uh many layers of of the hops and and what comes with it so but it's it, like an ogre yeah <laughs> i haven't had that wow i have not heard that one in a long time (laughs) can you repeat it right now hold on let me try with your sick self (laughs) 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 that's a new one there's a new drop that'll be on the board for next week yes (laughs) the breathy that's the best i could do sorry wow Okay. My voice is just not having it right now. <laughs> so now we'll move on to... My palatability rating. I'll give this one a seven. I miss my voice. Yeah, you know, I'm going to say a seven as well. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like this one. I like this beer. I'm going to stay with a six. Um, it's very tasty. I like drinking it. Mm. But because of uh, the increased amount of bitterness compared to the blonde that we started with i'd say it would still be about a six yeah this this beer is very enjoyable Mm. i like this beer (laughs) i do i do like this beer (laughs) i can't sound sexy right now because my voice is just not cooperating (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on to the next one well i'm glad you asked i Um, think i did but okay you did. This next one comes again from Monterey in Mexico. Monterey. This is the Sultan Amber Ale forjada en Monterrey. Sultan Amber Ale se forja en base de una combinación balanceada de maltas y lúpulos que se unen para dar vida a esta ale ámbar de cuerpo medio y que denota aromas a malta en principio con sutiles notas de lúpulo. Dándole un agradable balance con un suave final, haciéndola una cerveza fácil de disfrutar. Ideal para diario. 
and it rings in at a 5.2% American Amber Ale. I like how your voice changes. You know, every time you read the title, <laughs> sound like Eddie. That's so strange. I don't understand. I'm just talking normally. And your Mexican, nice try, Eddie. Your Mexican accent is, is yeah pretty spot on. Spot on, dude. Oh, thank I'm you. Stressed. That's that's fantastic. Thank you. Fabulosa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. De nada. Um, <laughs> this has a total of 61 check-ins <laughs> on Untapped. So we are getting the should rare like stuff. Sixty-four now, right? What? After we checked into it, she has like sixty-four. Yeah, let me refresh it. Yeah, sixty-three. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, American Amber Ale. It's a a brown bottle with a, a white and red uh, label on it at five point two percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's clear. No. (laughs) Mine is like dirty, murky, muddy. I got the bottom. 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 It's a reddish brown. I'm sure y'all's is more red than mine is. Mine's kind of muddy brown colored. Yeah, like a red orange. Yeah. Red Red orange. orange. (laughs) I knew it after I said it. What is that from? Blast. What? Blast. I don't know what that is. Yeah, like DCI on stage. Blast. Oh, Blast. 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 Okay. Yeah. I got you. They do the one with the colors. Like blue, yellow, green, violet. And then the guy that says red orange is super angry. Red orange! (laughs) Anyway. Fredo will appreciate that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. It smells nice. Super malty. So it's obviously not a, a hoppy red or an Irish red because I'm not I'm not really getting a whole lot of. There's something mm. weird about this one. I get a lot of a uh, sweet malt character. I get candy. Yeah, it's very okay. sweet, like candy sugar. Yeah, brown sugar. No, not brown, brown. sugar. Brown. Maybe purple. Purple. Like pop rocks. Ooh. Maybe like uh, Twizzlers. I don't get any Twizzlers, though. Well, maybe a little. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, maybe a little. <laughs> Man, it tastes like super sweet. This reminds me of a Munich Dunkel. Yeah, wow. That's like, like a really sweet. Very rich sweetness. This, yeah. I wonder if this should just be called a Munich Dunkel. Uh, <laughs> a Mexican Dunkel. Tons of caramel. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that that thing. Huh. That's I, I like this beer. I <laughs> me too. <laughs> it's totally not what I expected, but it tastes pretty dang good. Louise, can you send us more, please? <laughs> maybe maybe a keg. I could drink this all day. I almost wonder if it's under attenuated because of just maybe. how I mean rich and how sweet it is. It's good where it's at. But yeah, I mean for an amber ale, this would not fit in the. The BJCP guidelines. No, I I would be interested to know if they all taste this way. Just like guidelines. Oh, guidelines. <laughs> hmm. Like if you went to the brewery and had some, or you know, a, a local bar and had an, a keg, fresh bottle. I don't know. I I would be interested to see what it would taste like. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. It's not a red, but no. it's good. Yeah. If Fred were here, he would say. 
production breweries don't care about your guidelines. So, well, he's not wrong. No, he's not. But for the basis of this podcast, <laughs> well, yeah, we can be more lax on that, though. Yeah, it's I mean, it's good. I like it. It's super sweet. It's not dry. It's got a medium full body. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Travis. I'm definitely getting the rich, bready malt flavor. Um, I mean, just like we talked about in the Munich Dunkel episode, that it was just almost like a, a loaf of sweet bread, and, and mm-hmm. this is uh, kind of reminiscent of that. Good flavor, not really getting any hops. So if this were entered as an American amber ale, it would not do well. But, um, so yeah, some of the other more malty, sweet uh, full-bodied styles, I think this one would fare a lot better. Any, I, like... I, I like it. Crackery or toasty. Definitely no roast, but... Um, I mean, we said caramel already, but... And bready. Any cracker or toast? Not really. <clears throat> I get chips. Chips? Potato chips. Potato chips. Like salty... I just got a potato chip. <laughs> <laughs> like salty potato chip. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that at all. Hmm. Tastes like a, a caramel candy. Yeah, not like a Werther's, <laughs> but like a, a homemade caramel, soft caramel. I don't know. Hmm. It's good. I like it. Yeah, I I do too. Yeah, that's a good beer. It's pretty good. Five palatability rating. Five. Well, let's find out. Really that low? Yeah, it's this isn't a, a, a chugging beer for me. Oh, he's doing it! He's doing it! He's doing it! He did it! Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Ironically enough, the whole time oh <coughs> the whole time I was chugging it, I didn't taste it. It's all in the finish, all of the flavor. So it's a finish, finish. It's a Mexican finish. Mm. All of the flavors in the finish. But as I <laughs> so there you go. I I guess I should give a number. I'll say six. Man, I think I'm there again. I've said six in the last two. Six, six, six. Yeah, I'm, ah, Satan. I think I might Satan. have to be <laughs> in a world. Bretonomyces. Bretonomyces. That's a long one. Yeah, that was a new one. Uh, yeah, it's it's good, but it's it's rich. It's malty. Uh, I would probably put it like a medium full body. Yeah, not quite full, but uh, definitely more than medium. So it's not easy to chug. Yeah. It's good. Cool. Well, I like that one. I hope the next ones are just as good. We're getting better as we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I'm glad you asked. Um, so polite. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What? Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, what we got next? Um, well, again, I'm glad you asked. Uh, this. <laughs> well, is... I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have Courtney saying that as a drop because I'm pretty sure she said it. I'm glad you asked. There you go. <laughs> she sounds so perky. I'm 
glad you asked. Oh my gosh, it's pink. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Sawyer, continue. (laughs) My stomach hurts from laughing. (laughs) Breathe. (sighs) Breathe. (sighs) That was funny. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Okay. Anyways, this next one is the... Boca Negra. Una cerveza independiente. Valor al hombre por la cantidad de su trabajo. Cerveza Dunkelweizen. La cerveza Boca Negra es un reconocimiento a todas las personas que trabajan. Okay. And, uh, and it rings in. Good at, job uh, on that one again, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I practiced it. that one a little bit before I got here. Okay. So this one <laughs> rings in at a 5% ABV, and uh, we don't know the IBUs. Uh, well, the bottle says Dunkel Weizen. Oh, yeah. So, I forgot to say that. Yeah. But thank you. So it's... Um, I'm going to be multi. I don't get a whole lot of hop character. Right. You okay, Travis? Uh, uh, this one again is from Monterey. And uh, it had the brewery itself, Cerveza Bocanegra. Bocanegra. That one. Bocan. What? Seriously? I, I'm not. Whatever. <laughs> 2,632 total check-ins to the brewery. Okay, so maybe this is a more wider dis- yeah. distributed. More wider. Better than me saying more lightly. I feel like he's really jumping on us today, Travis. Sorry, I'm feeling a little frisky today. That's different. My wife got a little crazy with the... Ooh. Oh. With the what? Exactly. You cut that one off. Exactly. <laughs> what was the original... Frisky. I don't... The origins of that one. <laughs> I don't. Oh, you like origins? I don't remember. <laughs> you didn't want to talk about your wife getting a little crazy. Yeah, what a frisky. I said I was Subscribe. a frisky. Subscribe. <laughs> anyway. We forgot to mention. Back to Boca Don't forget to oh, subscribe. Yeah, did, yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. That just sounds interesting. Yep. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Boca Negra. It is. Ooh, it's a nice color. Like a oh, yeah, very dark, uh, ruby, reddish, reddish brownish. Orange. Of course, I got the bottom again. It's clear. Can I knock at the bottom of the next bottle? I don't care. When we do Chris's travels, you can. I tell you what. Level. I oh, will. I will take I the bottom of the next. You only two. brought back one bottle. Wait, I mean the next no, one. I didn't. I brought back three bottles that we featured on the podcast. I'm gonna bring more back oh. from Indianapolis when I go. Travis right. didn't bring anything back from New Orleans. I have a (laughs) six-pack, and we are going to feature that next time. Oh, jeez. So there you go. We're doing Travis's Travels next. There you go. Boom. Oh, and I will be here next week because my flight gets in at 7.30 in the morning. I'm pretty sure our listeners are like, can we get back to the beer-like style guidelines? So we're drinking this beer, and it's a Dunkelweizen? (laughs) No, I'm talking about like our episodes. (laughs) Because we did... Oh, you mean the styles. We've been doing like off episodes for weeks now welcome oh. to brew styles <laughs> <laughs> you okay over there somewhere no okay <laughs> no i don't have a high voice today Negro. anyways so uh yeah it's a it's a darker reddish color 
I what? <laughs> a little delayed. Uh, anyways, it's a darker reddish color. It's very clear if you don't have the bottom. Bottom. Uh, tiny bubbles, not a whole lot of head uh, at the moment. But it is kind of a, a tan, cream-colored head. This is true. It is. <clears throat> it's not white. Right. Right. White. Fairly. Huh? <laughs> no idea where this conversation's going. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of malt really character nice in the aroma. Yeah. Uh, very sweet. I'd say it, it smells very similar to the last one. This is a dark wheat, so you should get some wheat yeah. bready aroma. I get the wheat. Bready, maybe, but not wheat. With the whale. The wheat and the whale. Cool whip? Yeah, cool whip. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, wait, that one doesn't have an H in it. No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> it makes you want a mango. <laughs> Oh, Juan Mango. Juan This one, so the last one I said reminded me of a Munich Dunkel. This one even more so. Well, welcome to Dunkel. Dunkel Weiss is different than a Munich Dunkel. How? Yeah, Dunkel Weiss is a dark one's wheat beer. One's a wheat beer. beer, one's not. Really? See, but yes. I, I don't get the welcome crazy... Welcome to Brew Styles. <laughs> welcome to Brew Styles. <laughs> I don't get the crazy, like, rich sweetness that we got on the last one on this whole Yeah, thing. I don't either. But this one does have more of the toasty, like, bread crust notes. I also got yeah. the bottom. That Maybe that... Here, you. Travis. Can I smell, smell, can I smell, smell, smell the bottom? Smell his bottom. Let me know if you get any of the... Any, anything different than out of yours. Smell Eddie's rim. <laughs> Can I smell your bottom next? <laughs> They're fairly similar. It's the same. Okay. Yeah, I, I just feel like I get more of the bready character out of this one than okay. out of the other one. Yeah, I mean, maybe the other one was I, sweeter. Yeah, maybe just a, maybe yours is a little sweeter, but it, not much. No, I was saying the other beer, I think, was a little sweeter. No, I know, but I'm saying oh. that yours might be a little sweeter, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Sultan is definitely much sweeter. Um, this one has a good flavor. I I get more, of, uh, I've said it several times, bready. It, it mm-hmm. just comes, I don't know yeah. how else to say it. I think it. this one's more liquid bread than the other one. Mm-hmm. I think the other one was like sweet bread. Yes. The flavor is really good, though. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, it, yeah, it's straight up Dunkel, you know. Vice. And Thank you. <laughs> it does remind me a little bit of your Dunkel Vice. Yeah, maybe a little. I think with mine, though, the, the, one, that, the one thing that threw it off big time was the carbonation. Well, I'm, I meant the flavor profile. This one's oh. a little sweeter than yours, but, I mean, the, the, the base character is similar. Yeah, I kind of wish that mine was a little sweeter. I don't get any fruity esters from this one, though. No. no. I think uh, no. Sawyer's did. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, maybe more banana. Go. Bananas. Go. Go. Never mind. Boom. 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 <laughs> boom. Oh. <laughs> All three of those were in one thing. Yeah. That's what my new car horn sounds like. Hmm. What? <laughs> that was not me. Hey Siri. Oh, that was my phone. Yeah. Hey, I didn't Siri. even. What did we didn't even? You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So poundability on this one. Poundability at ten. 
<clears throat> really? No, not that high. A little lower. <laughs> Probably eight. I like this. I can pound it. I think the the mouthfeel maybe is similar, medium full, but it just mouthfeel. Oh my gosh! <laughs> she giggled. At the end of the- <laughs> it feels. Mouth- oh my gosh! It feels heavier than the last one play, to me. Feel. <laughs> <laughs> this one feels a little heavier than the last one okay. to me. I can do that. I'm gonna say a seven. I'm gonna stick with six and. It, honestly, it, the mouthfeel hasn't changed too much for me. It's just a good drinking beer, to be honest. <laughs> it tastes fantastic. Yeah. A little heavy. Yeah. Well. I mean, if... if Okay, so, like I said, I was listening to Martin earlier today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the comparison between Martin and Fest beer, poundability-wise, the Fest beer is higher. So, the Fest beer should be like a 10. More poundable, yeah. More poundable. Then I would say the Oktoberfest or the, the Martzen would be lower, like maybe a 7 or an 8, a little heavier. And then the Munich Dunkel, same kind of concept, but even heavier and sweeter. Yeah. So maybe in the 5 to 6 range. That's kind of where I'm, I'm at in my head right now. Hmm. It's kind of a 6. The last one I think I said 6 or 7. Um. However, on the last one, the flavor was totally in the finish. This one, I think you get it more across the palate. Word. Word. Have y'all checked out already? <laughs> Word. <laughs> You're too busy watching the Cowboys game behind me. Uh, I, saw, I saw a guy on there a minute ago that looked like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> in August. And with that, we have one more... All right, so uh, we have a even darker one next. See, and much more alcoholic one next. This is a sacre bleu. This is the uh, black fist. <laughs> Not black fist. What is it? Lágrimas negras por Ramuri. Cerveza obscura con sutiles notas de cacao. Estilo oatmeal stout. 100% Malta cerveza artesanal mexicana. Oh, okay. And uh, it's a uh, Imperial Oakmeal Stout. Oakmeal? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say oak. Oatmeal. I'm feeling kind of good. What is oakmeal? I, I, I don't know. I feel fine. <laughs> this, would, uh, this would be great for a Frato just because of oats. So, uh, yeah, this rings in at 10% ABV. Ooh. Oh, my. Uh, and it has a total of 2,850 check-ins <laughs> on untapped. I find it interesting that on the label, oatmeal is two words. <laughs> and it's not oatmeal, like we would say. Oatmeal stout, two words. This is oatmeal stout, three words. And this one comes <laughs> from Tijuana. Tia? Tijuana? Tijuana. Because it makes you want a mango. Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want a Tijuana? The brewery only has 7,613 check-ins. It says Cerveza Artisanal Mexicana. Ooh, fancy. So this is an artisanal Mexican beer. Is it kind of like that that uh, prairie artisan beer that I had? It also says 100% Malta. What is that? I'm assuming malt. Oh, 100% I like malt. malt. So this has no water, no yeast, and no hops. 
Isn't that a country off it's, of like Greece? I think <laughs> it is actually. So it's a hundred percent malt, nothing else. Just like Djibouti. Well, it's nice. So no oats even. Yeah. Even though it's an oat meal. Hmm. Stout. Three words. <laughs> All right. Well, it's black. Yeah, very dark. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> Opaque. Like very black. Like black as night. Yeah. Can't even see through Can't it. See through it. Not even any like ruby characters, just black. Black. Can, Again. Can head. It's black. Ugh. Black? Black. 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 Ooh, I can smell alcohol and chocolate. I get some dark fruit notes as well. I do aroma. get the fruit notes. It's it's kind of fruity. I just get the chocolate. That's what she nice. said. <laughs> no nuts though. No? No nuts. Some. I don't get the nuts. Molasses, dark roast. Yeah, I can see the molasses. I'm still not getting fruit though. That was the first thing I thought when I smelled it. Oh, yeah. First thing I thought was chocolate and alcohol, but molasses is definitely in there also. You're slow as molasses. Still not getting the fruit. Hmm. The fruit <laughs> is good. I just get cinnamon. No cinnamon. No. Oh. Cinnamon. Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh my! That's delightful. Oh, oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! I like this beer. <laughs> oh my God! This is fantastic. I like this beer. The chocolate comes out so much more in the flavor. Yeah. Thank you. Tell Luis. me I'm wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Luis. This is like this is chocolate. A uh, full-bodied heaven. Yeah, it's like a cocoa mix. I have a question. Uh, brownie mix, chocolate. I'm cuckoo for lágrimas negras por Ramuri. Cerveza obscura con sutiles notas de cacao, estilo oatmeal stout. 100% Malta, cerveza artesanal mexicana. It's fantastic. <laughs> can I can I say balls on here? <laughs> uh, sure. All right, this is a maze balls. But we ain't gonna curse because explicit box we did not click. <laughs> yeah, this is good. Uh, yeah, it's like a oh my it's like gosh. brownie mix chocolate. Yeah, it's, it's like cocoa milk chocolate. It's funny though. I don't get the oats character. I don't either. I guess the mouthfeel. That's as far as it would go for me. I don't get any oat character in the flavor. Yeah. Mm, it's just so chocolatey. <sighs> And it's ten percent. I don't taste that. You know what I want to do with this? Get some vanilla ice cream and do like a float. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. This would be fantastic. Can we pour some like coconut rum into it too? Get your and... future brother-in-law to send you like a a case of this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's got to fit into a suitcase. So send a suitcase of it. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Well, he's going to listen to this. Like, he listens they, sometimes to our show. Do they have UPS or FedEx or something uh, down there? You can just, like, box it up and I don't know. Ship it. I'll have to ask. Speedy Gonzalez. I'll, I'll <laughs> ask him. Luis, it, there's your question. You're asking him now. Yeah. yeah. Just ship us a case of this, and we're going to hey, have a question. beer floats with it. Honestly, we need to have him on. He's very into beer and wants to get into homebrew. Oh, well, next time he's in town, yeah, let's do it. Could be a while, but yeah. Uh, his entrance ticket is going to be some of this beer. 
This is fantastic. I'm very pleasantly surprised. I'm blown away. Like, this is up there with the left hand milk stout. No, this surpassed that. You think? Oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. And I had left hand at the brewery. Okay, well then we'll just take your word for it. This surpasses that. (laughs) (laughs) This is fantastic. My palatability rating. (laughs) I was just about to say so palatability. Like two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a sipping beer. I could drink this all day. (laughs) Too many drops. Ah. (laughs) Good job keeping up there, Travis. But it's so like thick and creamy that I don't know that I could <laughs> pound it <laughs> as well. Mm. Yeah, very Are you good. okay with this one? Like it breathing heavy? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Did you give a number, Travis? I got three. Okay, so we're all pretty low. Yep. And it's real thick, too. I mean... <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's almost like 1050. Almost. Not not it is. Yeah, tin fitties kind of that's some pretty thick stuff. But this is pretty close. Yeah. And they don't want you to touch their bungholes either. <laughs> Cornholio. All right, well I think we've raved about this one long enough. Yep. Luis, thank you very much yep. for sending me this beer. Yeah, thanks for all of them. This is yeah, yeah. This is a fun, an eye-opening episode. experience because I didn't really know anything about the craft beer scene in Mexico. Uh, I didn't know there was a craft beer scene in Mexico, to be honest. And uh, this has completely turned me around. So that's cool. I wonder what else uh, Ram- Ramuri would have because this this one was good. Well, I'll ask. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if their other ones are as good as this one. I don't know. Or if there's like a bottling date. I wonder how old this one is. Careful, the numbers might be in Spanish. Uh, it says 090517. So, another beer from the future. 090517. Uh, they use the European label. Yeah, it's backwards. 17. It could be the 17th. <laughs> no, the, it w- the month and the date would be flipped. The 17th day of the fifth no. month of 2009. It would be... The ninth day of the fifth month, 2017. But that's how weird. Oh. No. no. 090517. To us would be September 5th. I like, to them, it's May 9th. I like 0905. No, 09. <laughs> Whatever. Numbers. Either way, it still ends in 17. <laughs> no. The 17th month. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we only have 12 months. Of Travis. the fifth year. <laughs> That Join us next week when we get back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> Wrong. 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 Back yeah. to our summer travels. Yeah, we have one more week of summer travels. Yeah. And this time it's my turn. Travis's actually, no, travels. We actually have more like two more weeks. What? Because I'll have Indiana beer. Oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll, we'll space that yeah. one out a little bit. That's fine. But <laughs> I, I went to New Orleans and I brought back a lot of... Uh, Louisiana beer. So, uh, we're going to talk that about crawfish beer. I was wondering if you're going to bring any of that stuff or go visit them. Yeah. So we're going to feature a lot of things from New Orleans next week. And then after that, we'll get back to what we used to do a long time ago. <laughs> Are you okay there, Anakin? Podcast cat wants but, out of the podcast room. <laughs> <laughs> He's but, trying to crawl under the door. It's summer. 
Uh, all right. Cheers until then.